No, I'm picturing it. <laughs> you should. Yeah. yeah, I picture it all the time. Well, right, well, welcome to it. Welcome to Welcome to another episode of uh, of Rec Talk. We're into season two now. One established into season two. Yeah. And we've got the original members of Wham. Um, Jack, Zach, and Ben. How are you guys doing? Very, Very good. good. Thanks for having us. I was about to say, don't go breaking my heart, but that's not. That's, that's not. not, that's not, not <laughs> it's okay. We, have, we were supposed <laughs> to wake you up before you go. Guys. Hey. <laughs> Last Christmas. Right, so while we're on the subject, let's talk about the one thing, right? Is that is that something that you guys decided was gonna be like big George Michael fans wanted to go for it? We like the other guy, don't we? Who's the other guy? Uh Anthony Ridgely. Wow, someone's been watching the documentary, aren't they? <laughs> Andrew like Ridgely. Andrew Ridgely. Oh, well he's done. testing you. He's he's done his fucking research on that, <laughs> man. Like, Can I ask you a question? Pepsi or Shirley? Pepsi. Pepsi or Coke? Pepsi. That's, that's the two girls. That, yeah, Pepsi. Pepsi. Yeah, Pepsi. Pepsi. Shirley. Uh, yeah. 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 So one. So one. What's, so what's, what's that? That's the two girls. One's four. Four. One's four. Band. Was it? George Michael. Well, I thought one was a two-person band. Two guys. That shows, shows how much we really know about one. Shirley, Shirley is the wife of Steve Phil Martin. Mitchell. From <laughs> very close. Steve Martin was in EastEnders. No. No, that was Martin, Martin Kemp. Martin Kemp, who played Steve Mc... Never mind. You know, wow. Yeah, yeah. wow. It all yeah, comes full circle, doesn't it? It does. You don't it expect does. it to. It really so what WAM's title for We Have a Meeting, right? It yeah. Does. yeah. Tell, tell us what... Like, the, the origin story of that, because I, I like that one. Yeah, so when I started... Let's swiftly the, move away from this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I started the business... It was very, very, very lean, like no money at all. Just me in my bedroom, crying baby in the background, mobile phone in my hand. Were you the crying baby? I was the crying baby. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, how am I going to pay for the crying baby? Um, And I was actually thinking, what's the best business name I could come up with that would get me past the gatekeeper? Didn't have any of the fancy tech or data or really anything, but just knew I'd have to get through loads of gatekeepers. And you think the call is probably going to get answered by someone who quickly says, what's it about or who is it? Yeah. And I thought, what's going to get me there? The first name idea I had was, I'd call it Thompson & Thompson, so I sounded like a law firm. Then I thought, <laughs> I might sound like a recruitment agency, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or a local directory. <laughs> or a local directory, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or travel agents. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but if I said it's, we have a meeting, they'd put me through thinking it was someone who had a meeting. And then even if the guy on the other end was pissed <laughs> off at me and said, you said, we have a meeting... No, no, no. Yeah, the I did. company name. Yeah, yeah. I did. We yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. In response to what business I'm calling from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's where it came from, and then took, took advantage of like the idiocy of certain gatekeepers, <laughs> didn't you? Exactly. Or how the can I, how can I take advantage of dumb people? The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was your thought. Wasn't that was my yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought these fucking idiots. How can yeah. I, um, let me throw you, idiot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But people's assumption would get you anywhere, and it worked. And then internally, Wham started getting thrown around. When you came on board, it was like we could call it Wham, and that's the thing that's carried us through. But we have a meeting still gets used to get us through gatekeepers to this. No, I like it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. We're gonna use that. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, yeah, Sean, from we have a meeting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're freelance. But it's funny yeah. because <laughs> if you think about a lot of the companies we deal with who struggle to get past gatekeepers, yeah. when you look at what the company name is, IT Solutions or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, like, I know what the problem is straight away. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, you're, but yeah. you're basically just identifying yourself as exactly what you do, and it's the whole kind of like, hey, yeah, it's uh, it's Sean from like insert sales business here, yeah. and um, I just wanted to see if I can get some time with your sales director or the person responsible for it. it's like oh. the whole thing stinks of just like desperate sales, and it just it doesn't work. Whereas, I think with what you guys do, some of the LinkedIn live stuff that I've seen with kind of getting past gatekeepers all that sort of stuff, it is like 
stepping away from the Benjamin Dennehy stuff of, of pattern disruption, but you have got your own way of disrupting pattern, right? Well, yeah. I mean, the pattern disruption is not exclusively Benjamin's idea, is it? This is a this is no. the thing. Whereas it, you, <coughs> when we, we we spoke about this off camera, right? There's a lot more now of sales calls happening of the can I have thirty seconds or do you want to hang up? Mm. Twenty eight seconds. Twenty eight seconds. Can I have hang up? Or this is a sales call, um, but the psychology works, right? I did a post the other day about pattern interrupts. I think what's been misunderstood is that it only goes at the start. Pattern interrupt can go yeah. anywhere. Yeah. So if you feel like someone's losing interest, you just disrupt the usual pattern. Screamed out the phone really loud. <laughs> Screamed out the phone really loud. Well, we've been on discovery. Bring them back into the room. <laughs> we've been on discovery calls, haven't we, where I can see someone drifting, and I'll just suddenly go, anyway, how tall are you? And they go, what? How tall are you? I can't tell how tall you are if we're on a Zoom call. Uh, I'm six foot. Oh, right. And then you carry on, but you can see them thinking... Oh, how many books did you read? What the fuck is wrong with this I'll guy? I'll say, I've got a current supplier in place already. All right, if you had to write a song about him, what would you call it? I'm like, what? <laughs> but it just gets them back, like, right, I'm back in the, I'm back in the yeah, conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. again. So they can go anywhere. But in terms of, like, different pattern interrupts, there's loads that we use, isn't there's there? There's loads. I think that the whole goal of the pattern interrupt is just to break the norm, and the norm is... Hi, it's Jack calling from ABC Limited. How are you today? Which, mm. And when people hear that, they go, oh, my God, another boring sales call. Get me off. I don't want to take it. I don't want to get roped into this. Next mm. thing you know, I'm going to be talking for 15 minutes about something boring. So it's like, how do you s sound different? And w there's certain elements to that. It's like permission-based and honest, humor, upfront contract, all of those different things. That's an amalgamation. You can, you can create your own. Be, be creative with it. And I think that's where... It's getting around the personal barrier, isn't it? Because yeah, exactly. the minute they hear something that they're they're aware or, or they've had an experience of, and they're like, "Oh fuck, this is a sales call in mm -hmm. this scenario," their personal barrier goes up, and then it's like, "Right, you know, well, now you could either carry on in your power and not get anywhere because it's just going to keep bouncing off." Yeah, just go through that the barrier, yeah. yeah, or figure out a way to get around under or over that barrier. And so, yeah. Ben, you're you're not actually actively involved in this sales type of stuff, though, no, are you? So, are you the right. receiver of a lot of the sales calls then? I don't actually get that many. I get a lot of emails that are usually trying to sell me stuff, but not, yeah, certainly not on the, the front end. No of one it, does it though, do they? No. No, no, no I never get I just get calls. a no. lot of generic emails rather than any phone calls, really. Yeah, but generic, rare. is this like automated crap that comes from kind of different different types of systems, or is it just like, a, hey, Ben, I noticed that you're a insert job title, and sometimes it will say insert job title. Oh, yeah, <laughs> That's the those are the best. Well, these are the ones I reply to. That was fucking brilliant a couple of weeks back, and it was, um, hi, insert first name, dot, dot, dot. Anyway, joking, pat, I'm joking. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I've yeah, seen that one, that, but that gets used a, a lot now. But like, well, it was the first time I'd received it, yeah, so I was yeah, like, so oh, like, I like that. I'm still not going to deal with you because no. you're, <laughs> you're emailing me, and like, if you want to sell me something, my phone number's on my LinkedIn profile. Like, pick up the phone to me. Exactly. You know, That's you'll the get issue, through, and, it? I'll, and I'll tell you within ten seconds if I'm looking at a new telecoms provider or whatever, right? But. You spend, you spend 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you craft the perfect email, right? And, like, I'm talking, like, amazing, yeah, yeah. like, personalization. It's funny. You make loads of puns, and it, you really put this. If if what you're trying to solve, I don't have that problem, instantly I'm going to go, blah, 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 computers, yeah. now I've got them, bang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's 20 minutes of your time go out the way. Like, that's, that's why we, like, say, like, pick up the phone, because mm. it's... Do you get any good, like, emails where you've been, like, oh, oh, I'm into that? I don't can reply to one. <laughs> Ever? <laughs> no. 
Fucking them must be dodgy. I'm not usually, I don't usually get sucked in. Well, wait till the AI ones start coming in. Yeah. Yeah, Like, hi, Ben, I noticed you're an operations director. I too have operations. (laughs) 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 We have something in common now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. I I really don't like the personalization either. I know people fucking love it. It's creepy, isn't it? It's creepy, and I think, like, do people think that I'm just such an egomaniac that, like, I spotted you went to X high school and did X university course. That's amazing. Here's the connection I've got to that, like... Am I that easy but to win? Is, but it's also, people, but it's also so obvious. I imagine 15 years ago, maybe, you know, if someone yeah, opened yeah. an email that had your name in it, you'd be like, oh, they've, they've, well, they've I, manually writing me an email. Now it's like, well, it's, I've it's obvious. I've set automation on my LinkedIn. Um, and that, that LinkedIn automation is basically like, hey, I've used an AI tool to get to you because your job title is this and it says that you've been working here and I'm recruiting for this. So has my AI got it totally wrong? And in, in which case, I'm sorry, but tell me where it's gone wrong so I can fix it. Or is this something you might be interested in having a chat about? That's good. I like that. And every single time... That's the pattern disruption piece, isn't it? Yeah, the the honesty. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. It's the honest approach. This is an automated email. It has been generated by AI or to, to, you know, through some form of automation using AI. However, it probably or may have got this wrong. And if it has, feedback to me so I can fix it. And once you get the reply as well, yeah. that's also a that's bit of an in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah, 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 push on yeah, challenge, yeah, yeah. whatever. I get, I get so much comeback off, off LinkedIn where the guys are like, yeah, your AI is totally fucked this up because I'm not this anymore, I'm doing this. I'm like, okay, I'm really sorry. I have interest while I've got you. Yeah, um, yeah. Or, that's even funnier. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, or mm. it's like a yeah. Actually, do you know what? I'm really interested, and the AI got it bang on. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, in which case, look, let's let's have a chat. There's no bad scenario. No, no, exactly. No, I mean, there, there is one guy messaged me once, and he was just like, "Oh, I'm fucking sick and tired of people using automation for all of this sort of stuff." Uh, like, that's oh. a Spanish guy. One guy. Yeah, yeah one yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, twenty years. He's always about every. He's in every business. He's in every one of your stories. But like with him, I was just like, I'm not going to sell you anything anyway. You're never going to buy anything off me because you're just like, you're, yeah. you're, your barrier's all the way up there. Like I'm never going to yeah. break them down. So yeah. like, I, I, I'm still in business today. And I always stole his there. wife. You can't, you can't be annoyed. <laughs> you know I mean? well, that's a passage <laughs> off there. Oh, I stole my wife. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I heard his wife is Sarah Connor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so look, you guys, I, I, I've done kind of a bit of research around kind of where your training course developed and where it was born from because like you, you, Kind of developed it through like the Chris Voss books and and, and a lot of the other kind of uh, the the other automation. I heard you rewrote the Sadler um, the co- content from them. Can't Sandler. say that le- legally. Not legally, I'd say that. You oh, have really? to take that back. You oh, got to well say it on camera now, so I take well it back. And say there are other books available. <laughs> I take it back. There are other books available. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't mean that. You didn't mean that. <laughs> I saw it in your eyes. <laughs> I'm dead beyond that. <laughs> yeah. So Sandler. We like Gap Selling by Keenan, um, the Chris Voss stuff. We actually like a lot of stuff on like therapy and psychology as well. Mm-hmm. So like when you've actually got yourself into the call, one of the big misconceptions in sales is around persuading people. You actually can't persuade anyone to do anything. If I just someone approach you on your way to your car now and try to persuade you to do something, it's virtually impossible to persuade you to do anything as a stranger. So it's like how does that actually work and how can you reprogram salespeople to think about it not as persuading someone but getting them to think a bit deeper about a problem and once they do that it tends to open up like a holy shit I didn't realise this is how conversations should go I saw that in this documentary called Inception um, <laughs> <laughs> where, yeah, basically yeah, their dreams are just like plant a yeah, yeah. So that's a great documentary I don't know plant, how they got plant the plant to do it <laughs> <laughs> fly on the wall stuff in his dreams it's fucking unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so, so it's, it's, it's a, a, a really about kind of drawing the, the prospect to, to kind of the conclusion, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it's about like, the, the way I think about it, it's, so say you went and saw like a therapist and you're an alcoholic, 
and the therapist went, you know, drinking alcohol is bad, don't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. And so you should probably stop, shouldn't you? Well, that's not going to work. That that yeah. conversation only going to go so far. So it's like, how would a therapist deal with here's a problem, and they probably for a series of questions and challenges get you to come to your own conclusion, which is you persuading yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the course and the training just born out of we're predominantly like an outsourced SDR company. So we top of funnel, getting meetings and diaries via the phone. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple mm-hmm. business model. But what was happening was people were putting us against their own SDRs and then being like, I don't get it. What are you doing that we're not doing internally? Mm-hmm. And I think you might have done the first one, Jack, might you, where you got flown out to, to Prague for a client yeah, yeah. when you'd not even been working for us that long. About three months. Very and, then nice. it, and then it was like straight away, so I took what we'd done for the first two or three and did it to them, and then straight away there there was a spike in there. The, the issue with training is it's like, we were discussing this earlier, it's like you see that spike, but it's the accountability piece. It's not mm-hmm. like... It's it's not like a you can have this one and you get better like you will see gra- like improvements but like constantly you've, you've always got to be learning yeah. like we're we'll, we'll ring each other up on them on on a morning and be like have you listened to this book I'm I'm listening to the Sandler book I'm listening to it again like mm. just constantly like you you've got to listen to these things over and over again to stay sharp on it and and like anything like you watch a film you're like I didn't see that the first time mm, so yeah. it's like always be improving it and things like that. I'm always a big fan of audiobooks, especially when like the the actual author is is doing the reading of it as well, because then then you actually like the Chris Voss audiobook, mm. the the Never Split the Difference one. That one is is for me is wicked because you really kind of tap into his mind about how things mm. work and how they how they operate. Yeah, the gap selling ones like that, like Keenan. He yeah. wakes you up in the morning. You listen to that at eight He's, o'clock in the morning. I'd only recommend that as an audiobook. We we had him on our podcast and. Uh, he really bollocked me straight away as soon as he got on there for not asking him a good enough question. And I was like, <laughs> superb. He said, I said to I said the question was something about like, if you had to introduce yourself to my nana at a barbecue, if I left you with my nana and said, make some small talk and she's asking you what you do, and he like answered the question, then I went to move on. And he went, No, what would she say next? What the fuck would she say next? And I was, was like, Whoa. Whoa. It was going round and around again. And then it was like he was being his nana. <laughs> he's, he's got back and forth crying. Oh, <laughs> I'm old. What Keenan? do you want me to say? <laughs> but his audiobooks like that. Like, Where's Jack like in, gone? Exactly. He's brilliant. His audiobooks just in bollocking you, saying like you're bad at sales and your pros, you know, your prospects bitch and all that sort of stuff. And at the end of it, you feel like Bit weird, I'm gonna fucking get on the phone and show him. <laughs> yeah. So Ben, is that how they ripped you into into this? They just started fucking selling to you and made you pretend to be your nan? <laughs> no, <laughs> usually, well. It's, <laughs> It's, uh, well, it's acting is usually the pushback, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Now, um, well, we would, we were at... We were a, pissed at a party, I think. Yeah, a mate's 30th, and then Zach was telling me about the business and, and sort of moving up and, you know, hiring people and things like that, and that's sort of my background operationally, and, um, yeah, sort of managing people and that aspect and things mm-hmm. like that so that's when I'd, I'd sort of suggested and said look if there's if there's scope if you get into a point where you're you know going to grow to that stage let me let me know and and we can probably work together it's sort of got a well, bit of a I'd say jack of all trades really just approach it's quite a lot across the business isn't there and managing various aspects so so yeah it works quite well ben, I think Ben made it a lot more growing up I think there was some like Oh shit! Have you been doing this the whole time? Moments <laughs> <laughs> to it, like the yeah, there was uh, all the making us grown up. Should I say? I don't want to admit anything on camera. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we've 
all been friends since we were teenagers. Mm. Yeah, I saw that link, didn't you? So there's like a like a conversation to be had around before we start. I think that's what's worked well around like yeah. rules for communicating. And Ben, you were really thorough on like what happens if we fall out, or we disagree, or what do you want the rules to be in place before we start? Yeah. And um, targets and realistic and accountability and stuff. There was loads behind that one there. Yeah, definitely. We've been in business six years and we've still been trying to get hold of this shareholder agreement that we just, every now and again, he's like, oh, we've got to do that shareholder agreement. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah remind me about that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Four years later, like, oh, fuck yeah, we did do that shareholder agreement, didn't we? And our, our, ours is ours is similar. Like, we've, we've been mates for, what, like, fucking... A while. Yeah. yeah. A long a time. While. We didn't have grades when we were mates. Um, <laughs> you yeah. had hair. I had hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, didn't I? No, 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 no. no right. I had a shaved head. Yeah, you didn't. Oh, you swapped. Yeah, no, well, no, no, I, yeah, yeah, I've gone through an evolution. So I was, when we first met, my hair was like this. I don't think it was a clean shaved, I think, maybe. I can't remember. Something like that, maybe. Then I grew my hair out, then I had a perm, then I got rid of it again, and then, yeah. I'm, did I go back to a perm? Did I have a perm twice? You had the perm twice, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The wow. second time it looked weird. I don't know why. Because yeah, then I'm an old guy with a fucking perm, and yeah. it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. And also, the hairline just starts to get further and further back. And I'm like, yeah, look, I've got a nice shaped head. I could do this body thing. <laughs> but it is. It's important, though, to get the... Like, when you're going in with, with mates and stuff like that, it's important to, to, to kind of get those barriers and those rules. Because mm. you and I are accountable to each other pretty much all the time. Um, For me, but, it just like, wasn't wasn't worth the risk of like getting to the end of something and just not being mates mm, at the end yeah. of it so it was just like anything that we mm. have or any obstacle or we're challenging each other it's like actually if it's getting to a point we have a conversation open conversation and make sure we nip it in the bud and things like that and it doesn't lead to that because it's at the end of the day it's not, it's not worth yeah, it less so. confrontational way of doing it which is you can have a game of noughts and crosses <laughs> <laughs> winner winner gets the decision yeah, that's, that's a good idea <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah, like rule efficient. number two in business that you've broke though right because like, um, we, we broke one and two in terms of they always go don't do business with family don't do business with friends yeah. and like you hear that all the time and I'm like so who am I doing business with then? Like, I wouldn't just go. I would just go and open a business with somebody I don't know. Mm, yeah, I'm absolutely exactly. going to go to my closest set of friends and my family because they're the ones I can rely on and trust, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah. But also, I mean, you because you you started it off on on your own, right? <clears throat> yeah. And it's hard doing it by yourself. And yeah. having having somebody to work. We had the crying baby. Had the crying baby. He was the crying baby. Yeah. 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 The, the crying baby was essentially a metaphor for you know the the cat poster of like hang in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I must feed you. <laughs> but it is, it's like going into business on your own. I mean, when we first set up, you went a whole day that that day. Yeah, it was a week or so later, wasn't it? No, less, it wasn't. Less than a week. <laughs> it was that day. You were, it's like. We were still getting all the bits set up, and he was in Greece, and, and I was like, this is fucking shit. Like, I'm, I'm sat here doing all the work, and he's in Greece. How does this happen? <laughs> but it is it is much harder doing it on your own. We've, we've spoke to loads of bit, like, business owners who have just been like on their own. Yeah, the first thing they always say, a lot of because you guys must have this, you have like a group of people that you end up kind of, that are a similar sort of stage in their business, right? And they're like, oh, no, no, but you guys have got it easy because it's the three of you and you're mm. mates and like, you've got each other to help. I'm on my own. And that seems to always be the, the feedback we got from people who either tried it and ended up shutting down or were really struggling and was like, yeah, but yeah, there's two of you, it's different. I'm like, yeah, but that's also double the overheads and double the input and double mm. the you know the issues that come yeah. with, with running it on your own, right? But, that's the right way. I think you trade problems in for different problems. Yeah. yeah. That's all it is. It each like incremental step. So like sometimes I remember, like when I look back to when it was just me on my own, you're like, God, it was nice. 
<laughs> but at the time of it, it wasn't because if I had yeah. a shit, if I had a shit month, yeah. that was on me, and like yeah. then I've got you mortgage to pay. And, yeah, I can't point the finger at anyone. Um, so there's that, but then yeah, as we grew and added more people and, and more clients, then there's more problems, but then there's more money, there's more success. So, so these right? more money, more problems. Yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah. That's, Those are the words yeah. I live by. Yeah. Yeah. Inspirational words from being yeah. great yeah. philosopher. Yeah. <laughs> so look, you guys are, are kind of, uh, so it's outsource sales and, and sales <clears throat> training, right? But like, there's, there's a lot of sales trainers out there. It's a fucking lot. And all of them will approach you with some dog shit approach on LinkedIn about mm-hmm. like how they should teach. Remember the guy that we met at that networking event as well? Um, yeah, he was fu- yeah he was fucking awful. Like, clowns, the- absolute clowns. Sold us this thing. I was like, yeah, come to a seminar. There's other business owners like you that are going to be there. We turned up. There's us two and another business, but there's another two of them. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, an- another <laughs> pair of idiots. And we're like, you guys ain't buying our shit, are you? And they're like, nope. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 we ain't buying your shit either. Like, should we just get through this next half hour? <laughs> <laughs> Eat our bacon sandwiches and get the fuck out of here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, to so the point stupid. where we got to lunchtime, we were like, should we just fucking dip yeah. up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we stepped outside. I was, on, was smoking at the time. I stepped outside for a fag and I was just like, mate, the car's literally there. <laughs> Let's just go. We can escape, like, yeah. We're not going to speak to this guy ever again. So what if he badmouths us? Let's just go, please. Like, <laughs> Did you? No. Uh, no, no, we didn't. No, because this is at the t- this was kind of at that sub one year where you're trying to like, you know, I must be professional. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You know, everything matters, and then you get to year two and it's like, nah, fuck everyone. Get out of here. So like, there there are different ways of doing sales training, right? And you guys are obviously bought into the more the psychology part of mm-hmm. it. So how how does how do you, you tap into then the, the people that you're training and how do you how do you kind of have the successes that you have? Yeah, how do you train people who don't understand psychology to think about psychology when talking about sales? I think that maybe we can both answer this. The, the first thing is with sales training, it's the exact same reason you go to a sales trainer that you go to a personal trainer that you send in pictures in your underpants to once a week to show your progress. Why do, why do people do that, do you think? You know, people don't all do that, right? <laughs> yeah. It's mine. It makes me just have a moustache. Well. Yeah. Yeah. That's about. You, you, might, you might want to talk to the police about that. <laughs> no, no, show me your glutes. <laughs> and again. Yeah. And a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Put cream on them. Um, but f- people do that for that accountability, don't they? So you know, if yeah. you know you've got a session booked in mm-hmm. with me once a week and I want you to get marginally better, it's... It, there's that accountability piece that if I could go away and read the books and I normally say this to people you could buy three books read them implement them and do it yourself a lot cheaper why don't you just do that but really what they're paying for with a sales trainer whether you're with us Callum, Benjamin <laughs> there's loads out there that you could go to mm. when you go into it it's for the accountability it's for someone to literally hold you accountable every week and say that wasn't good enough this is good it's the validation accountability rejecting bad information it's that whole piece that you're getting someone else to take you through the the investment as well is like once you spend if we said oh we'll do all of our training for free bad business decision we've made a lot of them in our time but if we said like it's it's all for free you can have it people probably wouldn't be that asked oh what it's for free like do we do we trust it yeah exactly when you invest in something you're like oh what was it is it the sunk cost or it's one of these theories like in psychology, but like if you spend money on it, then you're more likely to value it and like put put the time in to mm-hmm. get better. So it's that's one of the big things. I think the way that the style that we do it and the way I like to do it is like here's a little bit of theory, but like really, uh, you see so many sales trainers, and I, I imagine what they're from like the '90s and the noughties, just standing there and just talking yeah. four hours, yeah. big yeah. seminar, and it's like you don't learn anything like that. It's like you learn by doing. Like let's. <coughs> 
pick get one of your calls and pick it apart or like let's teach you a bit right okay here's the skill mirroring let's mirror for 45 minutes mm -hmm. so and then next week when you go on the phones just smash mirroring get mirroring really good until you're a 10 out of 10 i'm really good at mirroring now cool well, let's bring this and then you just marginally oh this is another one from the toolbox that i'm good at so it's like what are the skills that you need well your patterning drops fine you're getting into it but then you're losing them when you're getting into the meat and yeah, bones of the call yeah, yeah. it or when i pick up the phone and i speak to people nobody wants to give me 30 seconds right it's a tonality and pacing maybe let's mm. break it down to it's mm. like here's your theory it's getting into the weeds with them yeah, rather than like, dictating to them uh, like yeah it's not a Tony Robbins seminar you don't need to be stood there no, shouting no. about how good psychology and sales are and how they mesh together and no. then let people walk off and just not well, do a lot, it a lot yeah. of people underestimate how much psychology is actually involved in sales isn't it like, oh, yeah. you, you talk to you talk to any business owner and and whether they're doing IT, whether in law or, or running a county practice, for a lot of these guys, it's always like, yeah, yeah, the, the, I'll, I'll do the selling myself. I'll, I'll find a, I'll find somewhere to do some business. Yeah, the sales myself. is the easy bit. Yeah, yeah the yeah. sales is the easy bit, right? And actually, what they don't realise is that's probably the fucking hardest bit. Mm. The hardest bit of the the thing is actually winning the clients in the first place. And yeah. How are you going to win the clients against? Every market's saturated. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Like, there, there isn't a single industry that you can be in that isn't saturated because there's so much information available now. Mm. So you have to stand out, and. Do you find then that the salespeople that you're selling to are the hardest ones to sell to because they're so bought into their own bullshit? Or do you think it's the guys who, who are business owners then that are like, actually, do you know what, I'm, I can do this? The, the salespeople, that, I had a guy that's new, new guy that's come on from Canada last week, the first session with him. He's paid for a lot of other courses and he messaged me over the weekend saying, I've been pissed off about that session all week. Thank you. He was like, I thought I really knew a lot about it. But basically, we just unpicked everything. And what it was all about was it was all about him. Here's mm -hmm. how I get my value prop over. Here's how I get my awards and creds over. And that's how I build value and all this crap. And then you get into, well, what's the person you're speaking to? What's their favorite subject going to be when they jump on that call with you? What are they there to talk about themselves? Mm -hmm. And this first 30 minutes, who's that about? <coughs> it's about me. But then how would they know the... Well, yeah. why does it matter? Yeah, it's not about you. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So a lot of it is like yeah. At some point, that. this person's convinced themselves that those credentials mean something, and that people give a shit. Yeah, exactly. And therefore, we're trying to wedge those in, and then you know, people want to know about how our product is award-winning, this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. And I need to wedge that in because you know that's important to people. And it's like, well, no. How, how, when was the last time you actually asked the prospect? What's important to you? Yeah. Mm. Why yeah. are we on this call? What are you looking to get out of this? Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about you. What do you want? Where your pain points are? The, the, the way I get people to realise that is we do this role play where I say, let's imagine we're mates and I've met you in the pub and I say, look, I'm thinking about leaving my wife. What's the first question you're going to ask me? Why? And then I'll tell you, oh, the magic's not there anymore. And then what would you say? How did the magic disappear? Yeah. And then we'll probably start getting into a line where... the why, because, why, because. Mm. And then you start probably telling me, like, well, have you tried this instead? Why don't you try that? And then we get to a point where they've asked me, hopefully, a lot of good questions. One guy just said to me, get on Tinder and meet someone else. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I don't think you're going to be good at this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But straight away, like, that's a fucking great idea, pal. <laughs> yeah. you just go usually, we do it in interviews as well, don't we? But yeah. usually we get to a point where, like, they've asked a lot of good questions. They've built empathy. I think like, that's really thoughtful. They've summarised things really yeah. well. Say, so, right, now why aren't you doing that in your sales calls? Mm. And it's like a, ah. It's a penny drop moment, isn't it? Of like, fucking There's no difference mm -hmm. between the two. I guarantee you, if I was your mate and I came to you in the pub and we were asking questions, you wouldn't, at the end of every question, go, 
okay, great. I completely understand. Yeah. That's the next question. Yeah. 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 yeah, we'll go on to that. Put in a pin moment. in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remind yeah. me to ping you something over after yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, just, yeah, 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 exactly. I hate that. Yeah. There's something in there. about that. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's great podcasts. Circle back to this. Fucking hate synergy. Fucking all these bullshit business. Yeah. Do you think that's the millennial effect? Because a lot of the stuff that we get frustrated with in the, the, the kind of the sales world specifically is all kind of essentially what we're describing is like 80s and 90s salespeople and like, you know what I mean? The briefcase wankers and mm. the, yeah, let's put a pin in that. Let's do this. Let's, here's my agenda. Let's, you start every meeting with the agenda. So, Zach, what we're going to do today is we're going to discuss this and then we'll move on to this and then at that point we'll open up this. And as millennials, we kind of were like, this is bollocks, this is bollocks, this is bollocks. And eventually we got to a point where we're like, no, this is bollocks. I'm going to go and do this myself and I'm not going to do it that way. Do you think that's what it is? Or do you think that actually it's just the world has evolved and we're having to now evolve with it as, and sales is evolving with it as yeah, well? Are we understanding sales a lot better? I don't, I don't think... I've, the issue is with sales, like, whatever you do, if you, if you open your calls with, hi, how are you? If you ask Ban, if you do all of these things, you set an agenda, the chances are you are going to sell. Like, there, there will be situations where it, where it will work. We're not saying... If you do this, it works 100% of the time. If you do that, it will never work. There's all these different things where it, where it will work, but you've got to think, I think that kind of stuff has worked, but did, did it really work? Like, Sandler's been around for decades, and it's more of a case of, like, what, what are you doing? Like, the questions you're asking, who are they for? Are they for you as a salesperson, or are they for the prospect to get them to think? So everyone's like, we speak to companies, and they're like, ban, ban, ban. Well, ban are questions for you. I need to know if you've got the budget. I need to know you've got the authority. What about the person that's that in front of you that you're trying? They've come to you. Why have they come to you? What kind of problem are they trying to solve? How big is that problem? What happens if they don't solve it? Mm. That's what the question should be orientated at. Not not do you have enough money? And there's a, there's a level to that, and and we we kind of qualify that in the in the beginning. But you can do it in like a not how much money do you have? Like we we front load with our objections. So it's a case of can I share with you some reasons why people don't work with us? And it's mm. there's no guarantees. It might cost between this much and this much, which people might say is too expensive, blah, 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 blah. Here's a whole list of reasons why people usually yeah. run for the hills. Oh, no, no, I'm fine with that. That's fine. Okay, cool. Let's find out about you. Do you know what I mean? Let's get into mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. rather than saying, like, it's all about me. But yeah. What you need is brand... You need ambassadors, really, because you, you need to connect with your prospect on, on, a, on an emotional level to the point where they're fighting your corner for you. So even if they're not responsible for the budget, they can go and have it out with the person that is responsible for the budget as to why they need... Mm. whatever it is that you're selling, mm. be that sales training, recruitment or whatever, if you've got somebody internally fighting that battle for you, it's way easier than you sitting there trying to convince somebody who then needs to yeah, convince somebody else. Constantly yeah. having to sell. What does Keenan say? If the house is on fire, doesn't matter if the kid knows, the kid's going to go and tell somebody that the house is on fire. Mm-hmm. The problem's big enough, like you don't you don't knock on and go, is the homeowner in? I need to tell him your roof's on fire. It's yeah, like, you make some yeah, happen. You make yeah. something happen. Yeah, yeah, but that's the, that's, Part of the <laughs> qualification piece, if some, to your point, someone's got to go away and get but budget on a, from a cold call is made up anyway. Like, why would you have budget for something you just got cold called about? Yeah. I'd, I'd be shocked if you did. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be totally shocked if that's what happened. But you've got to go deep enough that someone's got a case in their head of I'm going to go and fight this battle yeah. for you. I get, get what he's about. Yeah, yeah. And usually when you go deep enough, like I've got loads of examples of calls that I, I show when we're bringing in new people. When you go deep enough and people start talking about what it means to solve that problem, you're hearing things like, because I get to go home earlier on a Friday and spend time with my kids. Mm-hmm. I don't get to spend any time with my kids and it's getting less and less time. When I get home, they go to bed. 
Right, that's the that, there you go. There's the oh, there's yeah. that, that's yes. what, that's what you're actually yeah. trying to solve. Yeah. You're not this person trying to didn't solve. give a shit about the P&L. No, exactly. Doesn't give a shit what the shareholders make. Exactly. Doesn't give a shit about oh that's slightly over budget. This is the bit that I'll try and get through to the guys upstairs all the time. Is that the people, the prospects that you're speaking to, they're not spending their money. Mm. So when they're sitting there going, oh, your fees are a bit high, they're told to say their fees are a bit high. Mm. You know, they're told to get you down. They don't care. They don't care whether they pay five grand or 15 grand for this candidate. What they care about is not having that candidate means I've got to put in the extra hours, which means I can't go and play golf on Friday or see my kid or be there for bedtime. That's the shit they care about. They don't care about the money. They're, they're spending the business's money. And if you can get under the, the past all the, the kind of like, we have a supply list, no, you're too expensive, and all that bollocks and the smokescreen stuff and get down to the real crux of, look, what's that? If you don't have replace that candidate or if you don't fill that job in the next two, three weeks, how's that going to impact you? Well, actually, I'm going on holiday in two weeks' time. So we'd be fucking up a creek without that. Yeah, panel. yeah. Okay. And then you talk about budget and how this is expensive or whatever, and then we might need to get a temp in. Have you looked at the cost of that? How expensive is it going to be to have a temp? Yeah, I didn't think about that actually mm. either. Right, okay. So now, are we really going to haggle and argue over a an increase of like 20% on the fee or 30% fee? But then, you know what I mean? I, I understand where you're coming from with you, but then I know from my perspective, if I do that and someone says, oh, it's this price, and I say, oh, budget's a grand less actually, so many times they'll just drop it a grand. Yeah. So, so then that's that's the problem. It's it's both ways because I know for a fact we've had a conversation before, and I've gone what that watch this. I'll email back saying oh, I'm literally really sorry, but yeah. I can't. Uh, you know what I'm currently spending is thirty pound per head less on yeah. this. You know, there's I, a fact, and it'll come back yeah. and it's matched. Yeah. So then, so then it's like, well, you get into a game, then don't you? Of going, yeah. well, knowing that you what is, that, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like yeah. the car insurance thing. Nobody <laughs> plays on their renewal for the same price anymore because yeah. everybody knows that you just you go and haggle, right? Yeah, uh, and it's it's become I'll, that I'll thing. Yeah, to perceive yeah, value right. though, right? Because pr- pr- price only ever becomes an issue in the absence of value, right? Mm. Now, if if you if what you're saying is um, if what you're saying is that the thousand pound is the is the, the be all and end all. Well then, I haven't I haven't added value. Well, I haven't I haven't showed you that that whatever I'm selling is yeah. valuable enough to you, and you don't you yeah. don't you don't believe that it cost or should cost that extra thousand pound. In which case, it's it's a case of all right. Look, am I prepared to walk away from that business for a thousand pound and and change the value of my proposition, or am I expected to give you uh, uh, or show you extra value in terms of why I'm a thousand pound more expensive? And that comes down to the to, to the salesperson, doesn't it? And, hmm. and we don't we don't do that, do we? We don't, we don't just count. drop prices and there's no that's, we that's part yeah. of our the front loading of objections is we say there's no discounts. Any they can't, they can't get it that much, like because maybe in the early days, but less so now. I don't. Nobody ever, apart from that one guy that asked for a one percent discount. I said no, and then, the and then he went somewhere else. I, I, used to, I used to be really clever about it well. just for himself. Yeah, yeah exactly. I used to be, I had like all the little clever routes around it. Once, and is there any discount? If you think about that question, yeah. no. Okay, fine, and they just move on. But I used to like when I was a younger salesperson. Yeah. Let me try and come up with a clever reason why there's no. Really, the question is: Is there any discount? Yes or no? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I, move on. I had my, it was my first ever sales job working at uh, a phone shop called The Link. Years and years ago, you guys are too young to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we used to sell fax machines and Nokia thirty three tens, and this this old boy was buying a Nokia thirty three ten, and it was the first transaction, the first phone I'd sold. I'm like, oh, no, fifty p fucking commission on this, fucking have it. And he starts putting it through. I was like, yeah, that's eighty nine ninety nine then, please. And he's like, oh okay. And uh, staff discount, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, he wants staff discount. He's like, does he work here, or does he work for the Dixon's Group? And I was like, I don't know, I'll find out. Do you work for the Dixon's group at all? And he's like, No. But you do. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, 
No, but I do. My manager was looking at me like, are you a fucking idiot? Like, do you want to give him a discount? I was like, oh, I don't know. Do we? Does this, does this happen? Is this normal? And then he kind of like, you know, I was like, no, I can't do it. And he's like, okay, okay. And then pays it and goes off. And, and then like, but that stuck with me for years because I was just like, that guy had the bottle to just ask just for a ask discount. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sitting here like petrified, like, oh no, I can't ask for it. I can't, like, you know, it's rude. It's rude. No, he didn't give a shit. He was like, yeah, listen, old like, young man, you're going to give me a discount. No, I'm not. Well, you work here. You can, can you give me a discount? No, I can't. All right, fine, cool. I'm still going to buy it. Yeah, but I would have. I would have saved ten percent. And like the question on discount is, is generally speaking, I mean, it, there isn't really budget doesn't come into it, supplier agreements, none of that comes into it. The generally speaking is, can I have a discount? Why, why, why do you need a discount? I need the win because I want it. Yeah, yeah. that's I, it. I want the yeah. win. I want yeah. it. That, do you want a deal? Yeah. yeah, everyone wants. That's it. I want to go to the pub and be like, yeah. But so many salespeople are willing, and they're t- probably taught, and I've seen it in other companies, yeah. willing to just drop their pants and say, like, you know what, just get it over the line. Mm-hmm. Like, and we have big, big sales directors, though. Oh, yeah. a, big, a big part of the problem, so I've seen it recently, is that, like, so many people will get to the end of a quarter, and that's where you get your discount, right? Because yeah. it gets yeah. to the end yeah. of Q4 well, or whatever, and it's like, yeah, at the end of a quarter, we, we, we're offering big discounts for you to be able to buy this proposition. Yeah. How much yeah. of commission are you? All yeah, right, Cole, exactly. What, what will you do for me? And a lot of it apparently is down to like the, the basically the forecasting for the quarter. Yeah. So they'll have all of their ops and they'll have all of this in, and it's a bit more like, oh, if all this lands, and then they get to the end of the quarter and half of it hasn't landed because it's about 50% rate and yeah. then it's all of a sudden like oh I'm in hot water I'm going to have to go to my boss and tell me tell him that actually we're down so what I'll do is I'll just hack yeah. the price for everyone and then try and mi- hit it but then that's a, just a vicious cycle because they're re- always yeah, not realising what that does to it's the long term like, the ones short-term that have paid full price as well though, right? yeah. we, we have this uh, we, we did a big piece on fee negotiation with the guys upstairs and we were like look you need, you need to challenge your prospects right and say to them like, look you want me to drop this fee by 30% right how is that fair to all my other customers who I don't do that for? Yeah. How is that fair? Like, how would you feel if you found out that the last thing you purchased, you paid 30% more than everybody else? And they were like, oh, can, we, can we say that? Like, yeah, of course you can. Absolutely. Challenge them back. Mm. When was the last time you gave 30% off your your product that your business sells? Oh, uh, well, we yeah. don't. We don't discount. <coughs> well, what are you asking me to then? Like, what, and what, what is the sense? If they're too sensitive that you piss them off, they're probably... You don't you want to do with them anyway. That's not the kind of client <laughs> yeah. you want because it's just going to bite you on the arse later yeah. on. How many times have we said, well, are you a bit more expensive? No, yeah, no. So I'd probably go with one yeah, of the so other ones and then yeah. they disappear for a week, come back and say, oh, right, I was expecting you to come back to me with an email. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Same, yeah. nothing's changed. Price is the same. I literally had the, this exact same <laughs> scenario, and, and I'm reliving it again four years later. So I had a client who um, we we sourced for for this finance uh, management account, finance manager type role. Sent the CV, got everything done, and the guy was like, "Yeah, we love her. She's great." Um, but a, your fees are too expensive, and b, her salary's too expensive. I was like, "Well, both things can't change. I, 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 there's nothing there I can change. So her salary is what she needs to live on. My fee is what I need to live on. So we, we are where we are." Yeah. He goes, offers the other guy, six weeks later, calls me up, we're on the way to a meeting, remember, calls me up and he's like, can we get her in? Okay, but the salary hasn't changed and neither has my fee. Doesn't matter, just get her in. Same client, now calls me back four years later because they're recruiting for somebody for her now to work, to, to work alongside her. And email, you need to work at these rates. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. You literally are the definition of yeah. buy cheap, buy twice, right? Yeah. You, you yeah. experienced that four You've years been ago. Through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't understand we're why we're doing, doing this again. again. Yeah, like why are we singing the same song? Why are we doing the same dance again? When you know the value of what I offer, 
and that's what my cost is. Like, mm. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and start negotiating based on, oh, the rest of the market is doing that. Great, well, get them to find you the camera. Yeah. Yeah. You, you will get cheaper than us. You could outsource it to another country <coughs> and you would mm-hmm. save thousands of pounds. Of course you will, yeah. But, like, yeah. see what happens. Yeah. It's fine. Do it yourself. Get yeah. it but you guys can't be the most expensive because you're the second best. You are the second you best. Can't, you can't be second best. Second, second best. best most expensive. Charge the most. That, that doesn't work. Why not? I just, it just doesn't work. It doesn't That's why we're the second best. Yeah. That was the metric you found. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so who's the first? Yeah. Who's the first? Do you want to name drop them? Should we advertise them? Well, it's a good question because in our industry, everybody claims to be the first. Yeah. So it depends what way you're looking at it. If you're looking at it from where they're sat, they're going to say they're the first. How many messages do you think the leading get compared to the messages that I second get saying, why are you second? <laughs> the leading never get a message saying, why are you the leading? Why are you the best? But the amount of messages, you know, why, why are you the best, Tina? Um, but I get a lot of, and I'm sure you do as well, why are you second best? It's because a first the worst. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. I, bet I, bet yeah, yeah. Yeah. I bet third best gets way more messages than you guys do. Yeah, we well, should th- change that. Third the best that. Set, uh, every chest. Like, right? I'm the third best. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to give that Rohit Palmer an idea, aren't you? Yeah. Fifteenth yeah. yeah. best in the... Yeah. Yeah, Why fifteenth? Oh, here's a Romish Ranganathan video. <laughs> <laughs> There's one of the guys that we train in uh, America. He's d- everything that we do, he's dined out on as like, he's the second best in what he does. His tagline's the same as ours. I'll have to show you. It's quite. I wouldn't. I, I, there's nothing bad about it. It's a total separate. Some chap called George Michael. He's yeah. in called Wham. He's, <laughs> he's, he's yeah. a risen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean that that that's a form of flattery, though, isn't it? Like imitation. Don't they say imitation's a form of flattery? Of course. We we we've copied stuff. Everything's a remix. Everything. None a of this remix. is new. None of the stuff that all the other I people like do is new. Yeah. Everything's a remix. What did yeah. your music teacher teach you? My t- my, yeah, I did a music degree. I got so my uh, music teacher okay. said once, "There's we've all got the same twelve notes." Yeah. So at the end of the day, everything's going to hit a point where it's a remix. Well, Nathan's got a a, a sound engineer and he's a, a an up and coming uh, rapper and artist. Producer. Hey? Producer. producer. Yeah. All right. He changes every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a musician, artist, producer, DJ. Um, yeah. yeah. Wow. And you like that? You can incorporate that into your. Uh, into when you 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 know you're doing your mixes and stuff for your like your customers. So listen, we've all got the same twelve notes. Yeah. 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 To be honest, yeah, I got twelve of the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, well, we know each other. Yeah. 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 All musicians are teachers. Yeah. 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 It's like you read any self help book, like you read Mark Manson or Tony Robbins, you're like, Oh my god, this is amazing then you're like, Oh right, it's pretty much based on like religion. Like the mm. Buddha, or do you know what I mean? It's from yeah, Marcus Aurelius. Like, yeah, yeah, Jordan Peterson's Twelve Rules of Life. Essentially, it's like very kind of like side by side with the Bible because he's yeah. quite religious as well. Yeah. Right? Mm. But it's sort of like a non-religious version of kind of a summary of the Bible for him. Like yeah. the Twelve Commandments, but they're not commandments. They're yeah, 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 yeah. Non-religious yeah. beliefs. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. Yeah. Everyone's but, inspired by something. We'd be idiots if we sat here now and said we invented yeah, sales. We've actually yeah. <laughs> two thirty-one-year-olds. Yeah, we actually invented sales and the way we do things. Now it's like no, we, we're like oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. This is my remix of it. Oh, yeah. so that's your own and your own tonality, your own yeah, 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 voice yeah. on it, the way that you package it up. So it's like. You've got to just put your own stamp on it and say like, but then be confident in it and be like, this is mine and it, it works. Mm. So would you say that it, it's got to work then for um, for the type of personalities that you guys are? Or could you get like a total introvert who is like 
not brought into sales, doesn't understand anything about sales, could you teach them what, what you guys do? Or does it does it have to have somebody who's... Yeah, is there a building block foundation that you need to work with? Well, when... I when, guess when it comes to what, who we recruit, right? Mm. We always look for that... The unknown thing. Yeah. It's hard to describe. That's like... A bit of flair, something a bit different, that something can act. Yeah, yeah. yeah. something you just theory. like. Yeah. <laughs> but anytime you know, work with a recruit or anything, they say, "What is it?" That oh, like, I can't describe it to you. It's just you just know when you get someone. Mm. Like, the, you know, it's, is it a feeling? Yeah. We, we had a recruiter who said, "No one else wants this person. That's why we think you'll like them." And I was like, "I'm okay. getting it now." And that's what happens on like recruitment days. We've sat on these big recruitment days, and there's like five different clients. Then at the end, everyone's going, "No, hated them." And we're like, "I thought they were fucking brilliant. They, yeah. were, they were like a bit of a nutter, like a bit of like a, yeah, like." But I think on the introvert thing, it's like that, that gets thrown around. Like, do you have to be an extrovert or an introvert? Mm. We're very different in that sense. You're more introverted. I'm more extrovert. But it's like it, it doesn't matter. It's like it's a style. You bring your own. The style is like the same of like questioning and you can challenge someone and you can either be brash with it or you can be quite soft with it. It depends on, it's probably more so not about who you are, who they are. And like that's where the mirroring comes in. To yeah, we, we, we've got people in the team who, if we've got a campaign that's like you're targeting HR directors, you couldn't just give it to anyone in the team. No, There's someone who will be strong at HR yeah. directors. Someone who can sell to a marketing director can't sell to a CEO, typically. Yeah. So it's like, well, we tend to hone in what's everyone good at. I, I think this is where a lot of recruitment agencies get it wrong um, in, in terms of how they operate their businesses. In the, they see sales as very kind of binary, as in you're either good at it or you're not. Mm. And it's like, no, no, no. Certain people will sell better to a certain clientele or a certain industry, right? Mm. We've got some people upstairs who, like, is, I'll take Tom as an example. Tom absolutely couldn't work in the engineering industry. But for in that tech sector and that kind of senior transformation sector, he's perfect mm. because his his tone, his approach, his kind of how he likes to word his emails and everything else, it suits that market. But then what you often find in recruitment industry is, no, no, if you're a good salesperson, I should be able to put you on any sales desk because it's a sales job and therefore you yeah. should be able to sell my shit to whoever and whatever circumstance. And it's like... Yeah, you're taking the person out of the sales then, aren't you? What you're basically saying is, like, scan that item and put it in the bag, you know? Mm, speak to as many take, candidates yeah. as you can, speak to as many clients as you can, and eventually things will start working for you. Mm, and that's yeah. where I think, like, if you think outside of kind of just the recruitment industry, where sales probably ends up getting a bad name because it's so easy to get into, people go into it and they're like, oh, no, you didn't work out, fuck him off. And it's like, he didn't work out for a number of reasons, and, and him not being good at the job wasn't necessarily it. No, you exactly. Know what I mean? There's the, the, the thing that people tend to struggle with is you've got to bring in that little six-year-old in your head and the relationship with validation and rejection in a sales job. Yeah. You can't get too high on the wins and the losses can't totally destroy no, you. You've almost got... Be, the best advice I got was like, you almost need to be like quite indifferent. Yeah. So every day is like a straight line, like, oh, I've, I, I won, but I knew I'd win because the formula is like, by now I would win. I've done X amount of activity, now mm. I win. And I've lost because I didn't do enough. Mm-hmm. and then it's just constant accountability but it's just a straight line so you're not like oh my god I'm fucking blown away I hit target this month amazing I'm going to go and get absolutely off my nut and then equally I'm failing so I'm going to get off my nut as well it's just like a vicious yeah. cycle well, that's consistency well yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. regardless of the result I'm going to get off my nut <laughs> but that's the bit where people struggle and when we've had people that have left they've come to us with, with that and then I think 
I'm in that age now, aren't I, where there's like younger people that you yeah, talk about. But yeah, like yeah. younger people, I don't know if you two have seen this, but they seem to want to. Wait, young, mate, we don't know what you're talking about. Sorry, <laughs> 21 year old. <laughs> yeah. But I know that. Those um, young people, go on. Tell, tell <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, there seems to be like a, I want it now. Uh, yeah. Like an inability to yeah. delay the gratification yeah. of like, if you just trust the process for this <laughs> amount of time, things hold that's the That's the environment nice. they've grown up in, right? We, yeah. we didn't grow up with Amazon next day delivery. Yeah. We didn't grow up with, with binge watching band, an entire yeah. series on Netflix in one night. You know, we, we remember having to wait for the next week. Oh, yeah, I can't wait yeah, for that episode to come out. The charts on yeah. your tape. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not even that far back, right? We remember just even things like three to five days shipping is normal. Mm, like, that's yeah. acceptable. Like, you know, oh, it's coming next week. Not like, fucking hell, it's been six hours and eight years yet. Where yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Across all sectors, though, I mean, even dating, we were talking about Tinder earlier, right? And, like, the, the, your man's about to get divorced, and straight away he's on Tinder just fucking flicking right. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's like yeah. all of that stuff. The you, is there a product to their environment? And unfortunately, yeah. It, well, it's either a case of, like, either they have to amend that um, kind of expectation to work in sales and succeed in sales, or the, 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 the kind of the world's going to move because are decisions being made quicker in terms of from a sales point of view? Possibly, mm. you know. Are but we going to get though. to a point where actually we're in a, like, a Tinder-esque, like, you know, they're, they're I need prospects. a new recruitment agency, but, 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 mm. yeah, I'll go with them. Yeah, 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 yeah maybe. The, the, these kind of young, the, the younger generation, their prospects are, aren't people who are... Quick decision makers, or who are who are making those decisions? No, their prospects are us. They, yeah, they're are yeah. to to millennials and Gen X. Yeah. yeah, which is why there's all these TikToks about how fucking like we take ages to make decisions and all that sort of stuff. But the, the, but the point is though that you have to you have to have a, a level of adaptability. When we were when we were younger and, and we were coming up into sales, our thing was was re- relatively similar, wasn't it? You you've got to be respectful towards your elders. You got to do a certain way. You got to yeah, do... yeah, yeah. So it's it's all gonna be it's all gonna be different to to kind of when they become decision makers. And it'll come knows? full circle again. It always does. Yeah. It thinks on a, on a loop. So everything's a remix. Everything's a remix. It's going to stick with that, aren't you? Yeah. Everything's a remix. Like, Everything's yeah. a remix. It's not copyrighted, that you know. You can have that. It will be. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be. That's gonna, yeah. That's going to be our tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Rec Talk. Everything's a remix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Second best podcast in the world. There he is. Best podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was. Uh, that was uh, <coughs> my, my, my thing. I was trying to push right this season one. Was like, yeah. It's the uh, UK's number one recruitment podcast by awesome. some metric. That's good. Depends on why you want to measure it. Yeah, filmed in Coventry. Yeah, we'll have yeah, that. We'll yeah. have that. Yeah. We'll take that one. <laughs> so, going back then to kind of the type of personality that that, that works and stuff like that, because personality is obviously a big, big thing in sales, right? So, are you saying then with your training course, the building blocks are there to adapt it to what your personality is and what you how, how you work or is is it a case of like you need that that vava room that you that, that you're saying to kind of do it? I feel uh, I don't know what, what you want me. to I feel like you've got. You for some Say the light. Say the light. that one. It's that, that one, one we talked about. Who's out there? He's like I've run out of things to say. Shall I just repeat? We started it because it was cold We like gatekeepers. We have a meeting. Pepsi and Shirley. Um, I feel like you've you've got to have that bit where you want to like improve like I want to learn and I want to get better mm. is that right? <laughs> yeah oh. it's right no it is right the th- there are certain things that you're not going to get around uh, it's, it's definitely not for everyone I don't think everyone should do it I think if you feel like I'm the sort of person who can emotionally manage my state and I, I'm a somewhat adaptable you'll be alright but weird things will get in your way like we've had people that we've 
not hired because of the way the voice sounds. Mm. You're just like, you're not going to be able to make it work. And that's Give us, a, give us an example of the voice. <laughs> I want to do it. <laughs> I Go on. Know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's never going to watch it, is he? Go on. He might do. Sing Gogglebox before, aren't you? Yeah. So we had a lad who, everything he said was like that. <laughs> In Blackpool, it's me <laughs> and my wife, Shirley. He's like, everything he said. <laughs> one boy from him. I, uh, I'll be honest. He's actually a cold call. <laughs> so I don't know if you want to hang up or creepy, let me have 30 yeah, seconds of your time. Are you giving me back each other? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I completely understand why you wouldn't want to. No, and I'd like, oh, oh no, you're not going to work. But he didn't sound like that, not on the phone. <laughs> no. Which so, is bizarre. Some people what? get on the phone and they've got this weird phone voice. But you've started doing it now. You do first stage interviews and you're like, I liked them. I thought they were good. But the voice, I know that Jack and Zach would just pick up yeah. on it and be like, that's like a big step it's really which hard is weird, to, it's, but... it's hard to actually portray to recruiters as well it's just like how do I say this but if they've got a funny voice yeah. then <laughs> yeah. but then sometimes it's a good thing yeah, and sometimes yeah. it's sometimes not it's it's like, given the fact you know, that very the majority white, of what you guys do voice. is telephony based I mean, that's a it's key a massive skill part. right yeah, that's yeah. like me being like yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I can't believe I got rejected from that developer job I mean I can't write yeah. code but yeah. that shouldn't hold yeah, me yeah. back. Like, I got rejected for being a driver. It's like, I haven't got a license. That's yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the job, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's what I, What's I, the I, feedback? Your yeah, voice isn't right. You, you, it's not right. It drives yeah. me mad when I get an interview through and I sit there and I think, you just can't talk. Or you can't <laughs> yeah. communicate. So I'm like, how are you going to ring people that's, all day, yeah. every day for a living I mean, if you can't talk cool. to me for five minutes about your life? Yeah. And like you, you, yeah. you about you. Yeah, the one yeah. thing that only you know more than yeah, anybody exactly. else in the world. Yeah, that's it's, the other good point, actually. Yeah, that thing around, like that example I was given for about I'm going to leave my wife. What questions yeah. do you ask? If you're not the sort of person that can think of a couple of questions, yeah. if you can't even ask three questions yeah. of like following on for that statement, you're not going yeah. to write because yeah. you've got to think on your feet a bit. Mm. Even though there's a process to follow, if I said something to you that was like totally off the cuff, yeah. like we we had a guy. Who I probably should never have hired him. He had he had that voice, you know, where everything like that in it, you know, like yeah, talking yeah. like that, like everything. <laughs> <laughs> but he he got on a call right, and he's 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 on a call. I couldn't hear him. I was doing something else, and he's looking around like that. And he's going, "I'll be honest with you, I don't know the answer to that question. I'll have to call you back." So I was like, well, "Fucking hell, what did they ask?" So I finished what I was doing. I thought, "What did they ask?" They asked if we we're recruitment agencies. <laughs> what did you? And say? I was like, "All right." And are we a recruitment agency? Well, no. So why didn't you say so that? So what's the answer to the question? Oh, is it no? <laughs> what do you mean, is it no? <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> I'm glad. Oh, so what do you mean, that. is it no? We're not a recruitment That's the bit with the gender squad. Like, when you're listening to people, I don't know when you, if you do it when you're screening candidates, but you you listen to someone, and if it's like, um, um, we do it with podcasts as well, you pick up on, like, a yeah. tick or, like, a dog word, if they completely say, like, if they yeah, always the, send the same thing, or they're going, um, and it's like... Once you kind of click into that, you're like, oh, I can't hear it. You've yeah. ruined yeah. yourself for me now, sorry. <coughs> it's like the um, state, not state agents, travel agents. You seem to always elongate the last word of every sentence. <laughs> yeah. so when is it you're going away <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I've got it from like a <laughs> <laughs> to see if you're recruiting yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe you should try working in the travel agency you got the voice for it yeah, <laughs> yeah I yeah. think the, I always find that there's a certain profile of, of salespeople that, that work well um, for me it's, it's people in sports I always find that that when I talk to people in sports or who have come from like they've played football or rugby or, or kind of any kind of competitive sport, 
they're generally speaking that that competitive nature about them has that it, it has a little bit of that that spark that we were talking about where I think yeah okay you could potentially do it there's other factors within there as well which is like they've got to have the right voice they've actually got mm. to have the grip between their teeth but generally speaking I think sports people are quite resilient and, and they're quite competitive in, in how they work are you going to say it? <laughs> Yeah, wankers. No, <laughs> my issue is, like, we're, me and Zach are very, like, we're not sporting, like, we don't like football and all those kind of things, which yeah, likes, yeah. but some yeah. people did. And I think you are, like, I get it, it's like a bit of a discipline, but it's, I think it's a very easy thing to say, <laughs> but typically what comes with that, like, that salesperson is, is good... And they would be perfect working at somewhere like Softcat where they've got to wear a suit and they can't sit down on a chair until they've earned their stripes. For us, we like a bit more quirky, nicer, a bit outside of the box. Yeah. I think the sports type, typically from what I've seen, um, just my opinion, but it's they a bit more Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I think yeah. Look, you, you always will have your kind of Wolf of Wall Street kind of pinstripe suit wearing arsehole who's like, no, 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 I'm the best thing since I bread. But I think if you if you were to look at the the softer transferable skills around being resilient, you were talking about kind of just being quite indifferent. Mm. A, a, a good athlete will normally kind of go in with a, right, I've, we've got the win, but onto the next. Yeah, we've got to we've got to move on because we can't just we can't just ride on the on the highs. The the issue with the with that though is like, like I don't like football. Yeah, I, I like you don't really get I like combat sports. You don't really get a lot of this in combat sports. You do every now and again, but in football, what I notice is like if you if you feel hard done by a footballer does, they're an absolute dickhead about it, right? And that's a culture that gets passed on. And if they win. They're like rubbing each other's faces and like with the fucking champagne glasses out and like look we won and that breeds a culture like that. We we find that if someone says like on the CV what are they interested in? Oh, I'm a stand up comedian in my own time. Fucking hell, this is gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a I'm a failed actor. Brilliant. You're probably gonna be good as well. If it's like I was a semi professional football player, for some reason, even though it's a team sport. They tend to be like in it to like I'm gonna stand over everyone here to well, they're that I'm the best player in the team. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. They're, I, I get it. I, I get <coughs> I, like we always disagree on this sort of stuff as well, right? In that you like what I would consider to be that that kind of more sharp salesperson more than I do, and we, there'll be people that we interview where we'll walk out and I'll be like fucking wanker. And you'll like, say, I, I, I like him. him. I can see him doing this. I can see him doing it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt that you could do recruitment because recruitment's not that hard. But <laughs> like, I, ju- I just think the guy's a bit of a twat, right? But there's equally, there's people walk, like, I walk out with and I'll be like, I really like that guy. Like, there's just something about that person or that girl that I really like. And uh, I think with the right amount of training, support and blah, 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 I think they could be a decent salesperson. And he'll be like, How? Based on what, like, yeah, like, I just I don't see it. You know what I mean? So I think it depends on what you're looking for as well, right? Because we have that though, don't we? Think... We disagree on like but maybe it's because we're smaller. So at the moment, it's like every as a, as a smaller yeah, every yeah. hire is like yeah. I've got to sit in a room Some with you every day. Up. But like, yeah, yeah, do I like, like this person? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 and that yeah, is yeah, like that, that you've got to look mm, for that. Yeah. Like as as we grow and if we get to the point where we're like hundred employees. We're not going to be sitting down with them at final stage. It's like trust them, and we'll we'll end up with a whole of Coventry under seventeens. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we tend to all, all well, we everyone has to say yes, don't yeah. we? Otherwise, it's a no. Yeah, yeah. Our process really annoys recruiters. Like we yeah. do first stage with Ben. You've got to book your own next stage interview by cold calling me and Jack Good. using our approach. I did that with Liam. Yeah, yeah. So you so, so you get that, and then me and Jack do a 
like a real grilling halfway through the interview we tell you we don't think you're going to be able to do it and you've not got the job to see how you react to rejection but when you've done that you you're giving the secrets away here now. <laughs> like people would be like yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. good one no, anyway after shall we carry on with this process like, no seriously fuck <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> oh, yeah good one yeah, <laughs> no I don't like you um, and then when they get through that they've got to come into the office without me and Jack in the room meet the team and the team's got to like them yeah. So they've got to have like a yes from it. Is that sustainable if we got bigger? Maybe not. No, but but right, now, right now you're you're a family unit size yeah, and actually yeah. one bad out and we've had we've we've learned this the hard way, where you put the wrong person in and you lose good people because of the wrong person. Mm. And that wrong person might make money, right? And that wrong person might be a you know, a, not only covering costs but a profitable biller. But what's more important, you know, losing two people who could be something over keeping this one person who's putting money in your pocket today, but mm. damn sure ain't going to stick around when the right opportunity comes along for you. Well, that's yeah. why we bring in the value piece. It's that values, how you do it, how we do things, how we operate, and who it is and doing it the right yeah. way. Just because someone comes in, and I'm going to have to bring it back to sport. I'm sorry, lads. But like Cristiano Ronaldo, right? Who's that? F1? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> might, might score a load of goals. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if he takes away from the team, then you don't want him in the team. So it's that well, thing yeah, that's of like, didn't he at Man United, where, yeah. where the whole thing was about him. Uh, offside. But that's I'm, I'm with Ronaldo on that one though. Like, like I was, all my, all my family are like massive Man United fans, and I don't care about football really yeah. much yeah. at all. Paul Short Scholes, of, like Coventry, Paul Scholes, yeah, he's got Paul Scholes, yeah, yeah. Ryan Giggs, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Giggs shagged someone's wife, didn't he? Or did his wife get his brother's wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For about ten years. For about ten years. Yeah. Didier Pogba. Yeah. He's an arm wrestling champion. He's an arm wrestling champion. David Seaman. Second best. Second best. But yeah, no, it's it's about you know yeah, sticking to the to how to do things, yeah. and, and yeah, someone might get you short term results, but is it going to damage the long term run? And how we how we mm. how we actually want to do things? I had a yeah, last night with uh, with with a uh, recruiter, and I, I've been banging this drum to him for fucking ages. Right? What's that? What would stand out to me? Any time somebody somebody wants a job with us, is if you're a recruiter. Fucking call up and tell me about yourself, right? Like, spec Sell yourself in. to me, right? Mm. right? Just tell Sell me about why you're a recruiter. So this guy messaged me first time it's ever happened in like six years, right? And he's messaged me. He's like, "Hey, listen, I know you guys are recruiting. I want to put myself forward for it because, and I haven't got the industry experience, but let's have a conversation. I'll explain to you why I'm a good proposition." So like, yeah, okay, fine. Let's let's have a yes. chat about this, right? Have a, have a chat with him. I think it was, we we arranged a call for about eight o'clock last night. On the phone to him for about forty-five minutes, and he's just telling me about everything that he does, why he's a good proposition for me, how he's going to stand out for the business, what my pain points are, and kind of how that's going to work for me. And I'm sitting here fucking eating the whole thing up, thinking, "You're showing me that you can do the job." Mm. Yeah. I don't like really. I don't need to see anything else. Was the he a ho- semi-pro footballer? He wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that's why you like yeah. him. Wow. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't. That was his opening game. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, I'm a semi. I'm semi-pro footballer. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. done my research. Yeah. Personalised. <laughs> <laughs> I've used an automation tool. Hi, Sean. I see you own a business. I too have recruitment. <laughs> but that, like, all, all he did was throughout the entire thing was just talk to me about what it is that that I'm looking for. Why it is that I'm looking for that, and how it is that he can help uh, with with solving sort of that issue for me? Back the solution. Yeah, mm. just solving that issue yeah. for me. And I'm sitting there, just swallowing the whole thing up, thinking, "Yeah, that's like <laughs> I know what you're doing, and I can see that you're doing it, but I like that you're doing it." Mm. That's a being sold to. Should even when you know someone's selling to you, 
it feel it's a good feeling. You're like, yeah. oh, I know what you're doing. I know you're using this, you're using that, but you're doing it well. So it's like you're doing it's it, commendable. Yeah, exactly. yeah, so it's like you're doing it well. That's, yeah. And the people that are calling sales directors and using it, if you're good, you're good. Like it doesn't matter. There's no like magic trick where you're like, oh yeah, but I know what you're doing. If you're good, you're good. It's just it feels natural. Yeah. And this this is it. So for me, like if if, if anybody ever wants to work for us, it's just a case of drop me a note on LinkedIn. Just start sell yourself into me. And I imagine for you guys, and that that entire process is the same. Right, yeah. it's just like you're, you're in the sales game. Right, if somebody reached out to you and was like, "Oh, hey, I, I want to be part of this. This, this, this looks great," you're going to listen to that conversation a lot more than you. You're not going to be like, "Yeah, that's fine. We're not hiring at the minute." And uh, when we are, just keep an eye on our website and apply through our careers page. Because if you do, then like that's a wanky move. Jamie Pay me did it, eh? Mm. Rang us. Jamie yeah. Pay me. Jamie Pay me. Rohit. Pardon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He rang you first, and then he rang me. It's like yeah. that's the we, we speak about cold call. Well, a, a girl that we interviewed the other day, my phone like I got a CV through from a recruiter, and I was like, oh, cool, yeah, we'll get her in. Bang, the phone goes. I've been sent the CV, blah blah blah. Like I want to come in and meet you guys. Like we we're like, yeah, that's a bit more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Give it a bit of that. You're in sales, we, yeah, we did it with Liam, right? And to, to be fair, he got a tough time because he was probably the, I think was the first time, the first guy that we did it to. Yeah. Because my whole thing is right. Getting around gatekeepers is the biggest struggle for a lot of salespeople, right? And it's about trying to just diffuse whatever that situation is. So I I, I saw his CV, spoke to him, had a chat with him. I was like, right, okay, I like you, but I want to see if you can actually do the job. Next stage of the process is call in and get through to me. That's it. That's all you gotta do. Call in and get through to me. Once you get through to me, then we'll have another conversation. If you can't get through to me, pff, tough shit, bro. This is just not happening. And bless him, he called about three or four times to the point where I started to feel bad. I was like, I don't want this guy to think I'm not interested. But yeah, I, just, like, I kept being busy whenever he calls. Yeah. So whenever he calls, <laughs> but then it got to a point where Christine, he was like, he was like, Christine, look, it's Leon. This is the crack, right? I've got to get through to him, otherwise I can't go through to the next day. Can you please just put me through? No, and put the phone down. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, let off. him fucking through next yeah. time. And then in the end, he was like, he messaged, emailed him, and was like, "Look, bro, I've tried getting through to you like eight times, and like to the point now where your team is just going no and put the phone down. <laughs> if it's a no, just tell me it's a no. Like, don't make me do this. I yeah, this, is, like, this is embarrassing. I was like, no, like, honestly, man, I was like, you just you're catching me at the wrong times, <laughs> and I was like, it's a bit shitty, but like, I will Keep speak trying. to you. Yeah, but <laughs> one, one more time. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Sorry, just watch once more. Yes. I promise. All gathered around the phone. Yeah. 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 But fair play to him. Do you know what? The guy, the guy showed a load of resilience and a load of grit about yeah, it, and he just kept phoning. To the point where but I got through to him, he, he was like, um, when he got through to me, he was like, do you know what? I was going to lie. I was just going to call him and be like, yeah, no, it's his brother. I need to speak to him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, okay, that, that probably would have worked, to be fair. Yeah, it's like the Benjamin one, isn't it? It's, like, it's about my wife. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to my wife about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife told me I should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking wanker. Yeah, that, that's one of those things where it's, it's very edgy, isn't it? In terms of how that would land, because I'd laugh about it, but then also be like, this person on the phone is a clown, and I'm absolutely not interesting this person with like so, the sale of like what it might be something important, right? Like mm. a new CRM. I'd be yeah. immediately thinking, ha ha ha, that was really funny. You've got me on the call. However, I also think you're a clown. Yeah, it, Benjamin is such a clever bloke with such a unique yeah. personality. Like that works for him. Yeah, and when he gets through, he can think on his feet. He knows, yeah, like, yeah. whatever you say, I'm gonna be able to deal. Give with Give me the right sort of answer, almost like a politician. Like, yeah, you know, like really knows his way around the words and stuff. Yeah. If you're not like that and you're a bit meek and mild and easily bullied, you probably shouldn't be going with that <laughs> as your approach. No, I mean, he, he. I saw. I saw a live calling session that he did once where um, where he called through, and what did he? What was his thing? Is this was this the um, who's good looking and hangs up? 
Nej, det var som som är det. But there was a, there was a thing that he did where he was like, it was something to do with I've got a message to to, to call this person back and um, like, will he know what it's regarding? Yeah, and he was like, oh, he goes, I don't know. I've just got a note on my on my, on my yeah, desk yeah, that yeah. says call me back, and he ended up getting through to 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 the to the prospect and. He was like, look, it's a sales call. And she was like, do you know what? You've just wasted about 10 minutes of, of my team's time to the point where it's like you've disrupted our entire day and now we're here and you're trying to sell something to me. And, and he's like, well, can I have my 30 seconds? <laughs> and she was like, well, yeah, but she was already pissed off yeah. by that yeah. point. So I think sometimes you've got to like, there's, a, there's almost a, a very fine line between kind of being quite edgy versus just pissing people off. Mm-hmm. Like what, doing the... Yeah, but when we started and we had like mobile phones like no mobile numbers to to call whatever and it was just pure gatekeepers we'd do it and, and we got the you, you told one of myself that you we had a fucking meeting we don't have a fuck really going in on yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, it sounds like you've had a bad day all of that bang 10 minutes later they agreed to jump on that's a call, the issue and it, and and it's it became, diffusing it for yeah them. it's diffuse yeah. it and they become a client so it's like you can but it's like if you go into that situation and then you're arrogant, and it's like, well, yeah, it is a sales call, blah, blah, blah. And we can do about it. Yeah, it's like, that's it. Like, it's yeah, what's good? Like, it hangs up, though. <laughs> <laughs> you've got, you've yeah. got to, like, diffuse no, it. But like. it's, 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 a, it's a complaint handler's mentality. Mm. Right? In, in, we used to do a lot of training, and we, we're actually banking, believe it or not. We'd had like, um, you know, we what do you say, banking? banking? The big, Bank- yeah, oh. the big, yeah. Oh, sorry, no, 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 just for clarity. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we were relaxing um, ourselves this <laughs> and it's the whole complaint handling. Shout out energies. It's like, yo, let them have their piece. Let them say their thing. Acknowledge it. Don't justify it. Don't validate it. But acknowledge that they're why they're. I get why you're annoyed. No, I completely get it. But we're here now, so we're going to carry on this conversation, or you're going to hang up because you've had your rant. Oh, you said you got a fucking meeting, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's the name of our business. Like, I haven't lied, but look, you, I get why you're annoyed. Are we now going to talk about what we're so moving on? Okay, yeah. Yeah, or, or not. Because if, if we're not, then fine, for whatever. Do you know what? Do you know I'm going to call you again next week. We'll and listen you, out for uh, try and we have a meeting. Cause yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> that's where it goes wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying, but do you want to buy my shit? Do you know what complaint? Give them the old, yeah, 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 yeah. Are you going to buy or not? Uh, the complaint handlers have got this new thing, right? Where they just totally fucking take like the, they take all your the wind out of your sails, and they they ask that a really simple question, which is, how would you like this to be resolved? Mm. That for me is such a great question. Well, we could use that in sales, though, right? So if like, yeah, you've come through to me and I'm fucking kicking off, like yeah, you wasted my fucking day, blah blah blah. Just flip it and you're asking that question would like, all right, what what are we doing next then? Yeah. Mm. Well, you're through to me now. You might as well tell me because the peak and the the, the, the intrigue still peaked. Like, I still want to know. Well, okay, I'm annoyed at the fact that you've said you're we have a meeting and you've managed to get through to me and whatever, or you tricked my gatekeeper and now I'm on the phone to you and I I never take sales calls. Yeah, but you are also on the phone to me now and I do also kind of want to know what you're talking about because I am human and I do have a, a, a you know inquisitive nature. So yeah, I, I, well, we, we always go for like, like a like Chris Voss, like label, a, it. label it straight away, like mm. and really drop the voice down. So if they're up there, yeah, we drop it right down and say FM like, DJ voice. Mm. yeah, late night FM DJ. Sounds like this is really frustrating. Sounds like it's happening a lot. Sounds like you're getting a load of these. Like feels like you're having a tough time. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then suddenly someone's reasonable brain kicks back in. It's like, well, well, all right. Well, what's it about then? And you're like, well, look, I'll only take thirty seconds. If you're not interested, by then I'll, I'll never bother you again. That's unfair. Until then, next week. Y- yeah, until, yeah, you, until <laughs> next week. Yeah. But even that's a good point, right? Because I had a, a client of ours. I rang someone up and he said, "I'd never use you guys ever." 
right, really pissed off that I'd even bothered to call him. He ended up back on the list the next week, rang him with the same approach, but he was in a totally different state of mind, different week, yeah, yeah. and he was struggling. And he was like, actually, I might look at this, could you could you come in? But as soon as he was ringing, I thought, oh shit, I rang this guy last week. Oh, totally different. Yeah. And I always use that as a message to all guys, I've got both calls of this is how different it can be. And this guy probably, his cat got run over or yeah. found out his wife was having an affair or something and then he's yeah. taken it out on me. Yeah. And next week he's yeah. been on Tinder, he's got over it. Yeah. Which ties, ties in nicely system. to kind of the psychology piece that you guys are, are, are really pushing in your in your content, right? Which mm-hmm. is like, there, there's so much more behind it than just using a script. Yeah. And that's where, that's where the scripted kind of sales methodology just falls on its ass. Because mm. if all you're doing is going, hi, this is Sean, I'm calling from ABC. <laughs> yeah. It says yeah. here, <laughs> and then it's, it's the Phoebe Faithing. Yeah, like, wow, it, I'm going to kill myself. Oh fuck! What do I do? Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's 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 a flowchart kind of piece. And I think yeah. Chris Ross mentioned it in his book as well about kind of get, getting that yes based um, script where it's like, would you think your life is infinitely better if you have more water in your life? And it's yeah, like, yeah, okay, I can, but I just want to say no. That's all I want to do. Is I want to say no at this point. And it's given mm. them the option to do that, right? Yeah. Negative framing, we we love it, but like I think the way we see it is, it's like you you see this debate of script versus structure, mm. or both. Like really, like our calls. If you listen to like if you, if it was dialing for we have a meeting, the first forty seconds depend you know, if the prospect sticks to the script and says their lines right. Sounds the same. Once you're into it, bang, it's like, well, it could go anywhere. Well, actually, mm. like you say, it's quite a linear process of what's the problem? What does that problem look like? What's the impact? And that's where the structure is like, yeah. well, you might throw me off and you might start talking to me about your CRM, but I'm going to come back to this point here and we're going to talk about the problem and really delve deep into that and then we'll move you down the funnel. Because we pinned it and then signposted yeah, exactly. it and used exactly, our synergies yeah, yeah. to... Yeah. Yeah, circle back to it. And <laughs> circle back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Circle back, <laughs> circle back baby. You, you did something really interesting in one of the... Uh, I think was it, it might have been the first LinkedIn Live. Do you know the one where Benjamin called and then they were like, oh my God, it's, it's Benjamin, Benjamin Dennehy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you did something in that one which was really cool uh, and I think it would work if you're in um, in a market where you're selling to salespeople which is like, look, I'm a, sales, uh, I'm a buyer too. Sell me your ship. Like, you tell me what you what you selling. Let me make your day better. And she, that that totally caught her off guard because she was like, and then she just started fucking verbal diarrhea just to the whole. And then you're like, oh, is this how you sell? Yeah. Oh right. Sorry, sorry. You need my training That's a pattern interrupted yourself because she's like, what's like, like it's like the Darren Brown stuff. Sometimes you watch Darren Brown and people find themselves doing something. They're like, why, why the fuck am I doing that? How did somebody get a cold call? Next thing you know, she's selling her stuff. It's like it doesn't matter. But like, like that guy going into the shop and saying, we can have a discount. Yeah. You ask the question, you don't know what's going to happen. So it's like, just just do it anyway. You know, my brother said once, right? We're all from Blackpool, so it's like a bit of a rough night out. My brother said once, someone tried to mug him outside a kebab shop, and he just pulled his pants down. That's a pattern interrupt, isn't it? <laughs> and then what happened? Nothing. The bloke just was like, didn't know what to do. And then <laughs> just run away, off. Like, he, he, said he, he said he just walked off as well, really, not like, like as if he was embarrassed <laughs> to be seen with him. Like, you're about to mug me. What are you about? <laughs> it was like, yeah, you got, oh, we're talking about vines here. Remember that vine? was that like Chinese bloke getting into a fight. And he rips his top off and whips his fucking joggers off. He's like butt naked. And the guy's like, fuck this, and legs it. <laughs> it's the same thing, isn't it? Like, was it that, no one's was a fight naked man. No. <laughs> that was Jackass, wasn't it? Was it Party Boy or something like that? Where he oh, just started. Boy, he just yeah. strip off, in it, yeah. But to be fair, though, that I mean, yeah, that's, that's in um, what was that, that Marvel film Shang Chi when she just starts singing Hotel California. Anytime she gets into some sort of confrontation, she just starts belting out Hotel California. Yeah, same sort of thing. 
And I think it's it's that bit there, isn't it, where people are are scared of like, oh, but no, the convention is if somebody says put them up, I gotta go fisticuffs with them. Whereas actually, pull your pants down. Yeah, be creative. Go against the norm. Like, and that's what so many companies fail to do. And it's like, oh, you're just a carbon like cut out of every other company you've seen them do it like this way so we've got to be like that and what i'm hearing is you guys are advocating sending dick pics to pro- prospects so what what do you say then sorry, prospects. <laughs> prospects yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah definitely deck pics it's like uh, here's a dick pic if you open it then you see the pitch at the bottom yeah, yeah. Oh, new email campaign i like it dick pic subject yeah yeah very go. good don't open this deck pic yeah there you go yeah. it's just you be thighs. <laughs> it can be thighs. Print, print the pdf out and just have it in like thighs but just there yeah, like, yeah. very keep turning yeah but you got to be really, really, really clickbait about it like the size of this will shock you yeah. <laughs> yeah. really help you with your growth strategy <laughs> see now we're thinking outside the box this is yeah. called synergies right this is would you open those emails I mean, there's a level of interest. Bless her, she she works on the engineering desk, and all the time she gets dick pics sent through. All the time, and oh. every time she about got another one, and ev- Is everyone that true? else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 LinkedIn. No, no, no. On LinkedIn, her emails, Facebook, oh, emails all what? the time, and I'm not, even, I'm not even ashamed. Every time she'd be like, "Oh, not another one." I'm like, show me. I want to see. Like, she may as well stop it all so forward. Like, yes. yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh yeah, that's so weird. Why would you do that? From people that CRM. she's placed in roles. What's the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are the, these are candidates these who candidates, she's approached, yeah, yeah. or yeah, what one of them was somebody so it's an who's industrial division, right? Yeah, and we're talking sort of like warehouse, uh, forklift drivers, right? you know. And what will end up happening is they'll see the signature and be like, "Oh, she's a bit tidy." And then they'll just send dick pics. Yeah. And then one of them is like relentlessly messaging her uh, with like, listen, we need to go out so I can slam you, really. I'm just like, and, and it's wow. word for word. That's one like, over a month ago. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> we got Shakespeare, that is. <laughs> yes. And we're just Beautiful. like, this is, this is like, but I, I can't help it. I'm, every time I'm like, let me see. Is there a midway through doing something? I'm like, oh, another one. Let me see. Like, I'll have a look. Pattern disrupt. Yeah. yeah. Is there any like data for that industry, like anything that you've gathered that 100% of men that work in that shave, industry? Shave bushes. Yeah, something like that. Or mm, uh, probably not. Like, right. I want you to YouTube do an audit layer and get back to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, yeah. everyone wants to know the answers <laughs> yeah, yeah. to that one. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. Are you asking yeah. him to just send them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you just? Go I'll have to go back and through and have a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do some more research. <laughs> Oh, right, guys, uh, we need to wrap up. We've uh, gone over the hour mark, but yeah, we should probably wrap up. Um, any closing a, thoughts? Well, we normally have a question that we... Uh, that, yeah. Well, Nathan's prompting us to ask his... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a pattern just up question. Nathan's like, yeah. you guys, like you, the, the podcast just ends ev- abruptly every time. It's like, right, well, cheers for coming in, guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's all right, mate. And uh, he's like, you've got to start wrapping so up properly. So we're going to ask this question one by one, though, right? So mm. don't right. stretch out your answer. Don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's me. Um, if you weren't part of one, not the group, <laughs> the sales business. Okay. Yeah. What would you What would you be doing? Not part of one. Um, Are we talking like get rid of the operation stuff, the experience that you had? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Oh wow! In an alternative universe, what's yeah. Ben doing? I'm gonna say superhero. Definitely superhero. Accountant. No. <laughs> I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna say drummer. Semi-pro. Drummer because, like, as in like, drummer for the army type. Stuff or no, like, why is that where you go? No, like drummer boy, no, like fucking drummer of a band, yeah. I mean, but that's like that's like I want to be a rock and roll, isn't it? Drummer boy in the army, that would be a different type of like career path. Uh, I don't think that's my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> you look good in a uniform, yeah. I'll be bad. Thank you. 
This is all part of that sharing energy thing, isn't it? Right? Yeah. <laughs> so you could be a drummer in a rock band, right? Yes. So do we? Are you a little on the rock and roll side? A little bit, yeah. Ben Ben used to be very rock and roll back. In he the used to have a big Mohican. Did you? Yeah. Why don't you? Pixel didn't happen. Well, have you got a picture? I'll <laughs> uh, yeah. show you a picture in a, yeah, yeah. Picture yeah. In a minute. It's like people don't take me seriously with it. <laughs> <laughs> Never get high. What colour was it? <laughs> Various blue, red. In one go or just over different stages? Blue and red in one go. Nice. Um, various colours. And do you play the drums then? Yeah. Oh, but okay. then I haven't for, for a long time. Because you got booed out of the band? Yeah. Uh, no. But we used to play together, didn't we? All? And we used to be in a band together. <laughs> 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 Did you? Oh, right. But then, um, yeah. Oh, I'm going to put it out there. You guys can't choose. I would be in a band either. Because, oh, oh. Yeah. sorry. Was that's... that was that the answer? No, I was going to say a TV detective. TV. What detective. would you call yourself? Uh, T- the TV detective. Clum down. <laughs> <laughs> Clum down with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like a team because I like like look you know, all that looking for clues kind of stuff. But I wouldn't be clever enough to be a real detective. I don't think. So maybe uh, a Sherlock Frimstone. Sherlock Frimstone, yeah. So, what would your specialist area be? Mm, I feel so, like. Why were the cast me as? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Murder mysteries, people having affairs. One minute I'm on CIS. Time. <laughs> Next minute I'm so on CIS. Because we're talking about two different things here. We're talking about PI or like a, a detective. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, probably investigator. Yeah, I'll be a PI. Yeah. Basically, just. Like, <laughs> <laughs> tree. Just a pair of binoculars. Yeah, just a tree with his back on. So, pervert. I'll be a hired. In alternative universe, I'm a pervert. Sending dick pics to recruiters who recruit in the industrial sector. What's your email again? Go on, is that. What can't I have? Well, you can't have. You can't be a pedo. Why are you I suppose you could. can't be a pedo. Fuck. Pedo investigator. Or you can't be in a band. Oh. Can I be a producer or not? No, Nathan's that. Of what? Oh, Nathan's that. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I'd probably just be on the dole then. Yeah. I'd just be a dole. Go around mugging people in Blackpool. Just be <laughs> around mugging. Get your pants down. <laughs> Show your dick. Get them down. Panthers. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the notorious Blackpool Panthers. on the Searching for the Panthers. Yeah. Wow, we all oh, meet. Yeah. 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 I'm just in the corner somewhere. Yeah, so basically Zach tries, to mug, Zach tries to, to mug Ben's pants and he hires then Jack to, uh, to investigate who he is. Wow. wow. And then we get together and we yeah. say, yeah, you know, we should start a sales business. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Beautiful. What a story. Perfect. Right, well, look, appreciate that, guys. Thanks very much for taking the time to go up and down, I guess, because, like, who came from Bournemouth? He came from Bournemouth. We came from the north. The north. The north. The north. Yeah, king of the north. <laughs> no, I appreciate it, guys. Thank yeah. you. Pleasure. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Cheers. It's beautiful.